0: Hi, church. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our Lenten Tent. It's Wednesday night, and today we're going to look into Jesus' life, how Jesus was obedient in his sufferings. Uh, I'm going to read again from Philippians chapter 2, just one verse this time, and then I'm going to read from the book of Hebrews. Philippians 2, verses 8. Jesus Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And I might remind all of us that death on that cross, the journey to that place, how he died, is a great form of suffering. But Today, I want to pull mainly from the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. And let us read together. Verse 1. Every high priest is selected from among men and is appointed to represent them in matters related to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray. Since he himself is subject to weakness, this is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins, as well as for the sins of the people. No one takes this honor upon himself. He must be called God, just as Aaron was. So Christ also did not take upon himself the glory of becoming a high priest. But God said to him, you are my son. Today I've become your father. And he says in another place, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. Verse 8 again. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. Once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. And was designated by God to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. This is a great portion of scripture. It talks about Jesus' submission, obedience, suffering, how he's a high priest. It talks about how Jesus and, and God the Father, their relationship is of son and father. How intimate is that? It's an amazing portion of scripture. But I wanna I just want to pull from verse 8 that although he was a son, he suffered, he learned obedience from what he suffered. How interesting that God put it this way. He learned obedience from what he suffered. You know, many many of us always feel that it's so easy to obey. When I want to obey, I just obey. When I don't, I don't. I can turn it on and I can turn it off like a switch. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. And the Bible puts it very, very well. He learned obedience from what he suffered. And I think sometimes in our lives, we only really obey. We only really treasure the obedience. We only really cling on to that obedience. After we've gone through a very hard time, we come out on the other side and we go, I'm glad that happened to me. Because I learned XYZ. And if I didn't go through it, I would have done even crazier things in my life. You know, just because Jesus Christ had died for our sins and he's resurrected and now he lives with us, within us, and our relationship with, with with him and God is of father and of son, it does not exempt us from suffering. And a lot of times, especially now these days, so we are asking God, why me? Why us? Why do we have to go through this pandemic? Why do I have to go through financial difficulties? Why do I have to go through health problems? Why do I have to go through family marital problems? Why do I have to go through children problems? Why do I have to go through church problems, work problems? Why? Why all this suffering? I'm a Christian. God, I, you love me. Can't you just bless me and then, you know, my life is great, then I can go to church and worship you more." And God says, sometimes we don't see that He's trying to train us in obedience. And the only way to get through to our very thick skulls and our very, very hardened hearts is through suffering. You know, with this imagery, I think of my son, uh, my very young son. when he acts up or when he throws a temper and he, he screams, we, we we discipline him by putting him in the corner and says, "Son, you, you think about what you just did. You, you think about it, all right? You stay there, and then until you calm down and, and you think of what you did. When you when you're done thinking, and then we'll talk." Um, and he would scream and he would scream. He said, "Why do I have to be in the corner? And he doesn't like it. He wants to go about. It. He wants to play with his toys." And he would scream, and, "Why in the corner? Why so long? It's only been 15 seconds, but to him, it's an it, it's an eternity." It's only standing in the corner, but to him, it's a great deal of pain and hurt and shame and and everything. And that's the same of our lives. Because when I look at him, I go, I'm putting you there, not because I wanna punish you, because I want to show you that you're there because you disobeyed me. I need to train you to obey me. So you stand in the corner. Same for our lives. We, we go through very hard times and all we can see is our, our sufferings and hardness. God, why do I have to suffer? Why me? And everything is about my suffering. Why? 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 And then God says, you can't see the big picture, but He can. He didn't purposely put you there because to punish you, to hate you, maybe He wants to train us in obedience. How can we obey Him more? When you think of Jesus' life, did he have to go through all that just to die for us? Think about that cross, what he suffered for us. Did he have to suffer the shame, the ridicule of mankind? The people that he loved, the people that he came to save, called him all sorts of names, King of the Jews. You think you can save us? Save yourself from that cross, they say. They mocked him, they beat him. They slapped him, they spit on him, they kicked him, they made him carry his own cross, they whipped him 39 times. Did he have to go through all that ridicule and suffering? But he says here, he learned obedience from what he suffered and once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. So today I want to encourage all of us It may be a difficult time for you. It may be, but I want to encourage, maybe God is teaching us obedience. What is it that God is trying to teach us in this season? Where have your faith been shaken in these hard times? I'm sure all of us are going through a little bit of hard times. Have your faith been shaken Have your obedience been shaken? Have you taken a step back and, "Ah, God, I'm tired. I just give up. Have. Because if yes, then God is training us in obedience. Fight that fight. Run that race. Just because it's hard times, don't give up. God's training us. What areas of hardship shakes us the most? You see, for some of us, if our, if our family life falls apart, we're okay, maybe I don't know. But if our financial status fall apart, we, we start to panic. We, we start to you know stop forgetting God and start to work harder just to regain and rebuild our financial status. Some of us maybe if our financial status drop ah, it's okay, it's just money. It doesn't matter. But if we lose our friends, we lose our our influence on our friends and we lose our friendship. Then then we start to panic. You know, I don't want to be alone in this life. I I need to rebuild my relationship with my partner. I I can't be alone. I I need a relationship. I I need friends. And then we start to panic and then we forget God. I don't know. What areas of hardship in your life that shakes your faith? And it is in those areas that God may shake us in order to train us to be obedience and I want to encourage you how have past shakings built your obedience how have past shakings built your obedience in Christ because it's easy to be discouraged in the now but take a look at your life you're here because you must have obeyed God in the past you must have done something right so in the past what did you do and remind yourself that If God saw me through my hard times back then, and I obeyed Him, and I stuck through Him in the hard times, then God will journey with me in the hard times now, and I'll come out on the other side, a better Christian, and I follow Jesus a bit better. So let us change our view of suffering. And even though it's very difficult, let us just say, God, it's difficult, but I'm not going to focus on my suffering. I'm going to focus on you, And what I can learn, how I can obey you, how my faith can be strengthened in this time of sufferings. And then he says here, Jesus became a source of eternal salvation for all who obeyed him. And I believe that God will have a reward for you in the future. We just need to stick it through, obey him, fight the fight, run the race, keep at it, and obey. Obey. Would you pray with me? Thank you Jesus. Thank you Father God that that we have a Jesus Christ that is not removed from our sufferings, but you you understand our sufferings. You went through it, God. You went through our sufferings, Jesus. So you 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 understand what we're going through. I thank you Jesus that you could empathize with us. And because I have I worship a God that can empathize with me. I can go through my suffering today, knowing that there is is Jesus by my side, knowing that you're training me in obedience, knowing that I I have a prize at the end of my race, that I wanna finish this fight, I I wanna run this race. I want that prize and, and my prize is forever unity with Jesus Christ and that is the prize I'm looking for. So I wanna thank you, Jesus, that I'm gonna have a different view of my hard times a different view of my sufferings. And I'm going to hold on to you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. So give me that renewed strength today to go through my hard times. The renewed strength to obey you even though it is a hard time. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. Amen. I hope you've been blessed by the word. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Have a great night, and I will see you tomorrow night for Lenten 1010. God bless. Good night.